I'm Dr. Gene Hansen. For more than 25 years, I've been answering your financial questions on Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on radio. This is Money Talks, providing honest, straightforward answers to your financial questions. This broadcast of Money Talks originally aired Saturday, December 2nd, 2017. Nation has there are been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar, lack of a better word. Late rally on Wall Street, big to fail, growing the economy, growing the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Well, good morning, good morning. This is Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on radio. I'm Dollar Bill Laco. Dollar Bill. That's right. Yeah, After today, man, it might be a dollar and a quarter. You know what I'm saying? Tax cuts go a long way. Yeah, yeah I guess. Brother. I feel like I'm not going to get those tax cuts, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Don't be worried. Donald Trump is not going to get them either. He was uh, very clear on that uh, a couple of days ago. Well, I don't really have like how many, how many zeros is that after him? Is it one <laughs> zero 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 <laughs> comma zero 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 comma comma? You know, I don't yeah, have that many commas. Like three more. Yeah, nine yeah. zeros. Nine zeros. Yeah, I don't. I, I have stuff. like a, a zero and a half. <laughs> well, a dollar. I will. Buck, buck and a quarter. You know what I'm saying? I guess buck that's and a quarter. Yeah, I love it. That's right. Hey, that's 25% increase. You're not quite up as far as uh, technology this year, but hey, you're beating the market. Oh, listen, we'll talk about this conversation I had on the phone just a few minutes ago about the S&P 500 and 30% of it being in technology. Yeah. So anyway, that's Troy Harmon, certified, excuse me, chartered financial analyst. Well, you are a certified valuation valuation analyst. analyst. And then we've got... uh, Jim Crone, I can't even keep up with all your designations. I know, neither neither can I. I mean, <laughs> there's one I th- that I would never forget. <laughs> Which one is that? He's a certified fun analyst. I always call him the fun. Analyst. He says it's fund. Yeah. Oh, fund. But I mean, a guy yeah. like this, it's got to be a fun analyst. <laughs> like I paid good money for that, and uh, uh, hey, the, the, and I went through school and everything, and they put that. I just throw that D on there and. Whether they kind of run that together and have it as fun or fun, it works either way. Hey, you know what? It's fine with me. That's right. <laughs> what can you do? He is a fun analyst. All right. Yeah. So what what is going on besides nothing seems to kill this market? My no. Gosh. Uh, the market's up 2% this week. Um, big news is uh, the Senate is, well, at this point, likely to pass. Well, I mean, um, Mr. McCain came out and said he was all in favor. Yes, yeah. He's still, he's not the last word, but uh, uh, with 52 Republican senators and very little likelihood of any sort of Democrat support, uh, they can only lose a couple. And there's a couple out there that are making a little bit of noise. Uh, Obviously, by the time of the airing, uh, we should have a vote. Um, That being the case, we should be real close to some passage on uh, tax legislation. The market likes it, though. It does. Uh, well, you know, we saw a real strange thing happen on Wednesday of this week. Um, while the market was down about four basis points, there were a whole lot of stocks that were in uh, more conservative sectors that were up on the order of 3 4 5%, um, made for, for uh, real good times around here, uh, <laughs> since we do tend to be conservative investors. Um, but it, it was a very strange, what analysts would call a rollover in the market. Um, 
you know, when you see technology uh, sell off a little bit and then you see a lot of uh, support for those uh, companies with identifiable cash flows, not that, you know, not that technology doesn't have it, but it seems like that's where the, the, uh, the big news is, you know, this year, uh, technology being up over 38% uh, year-to-date. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing what we've seen go on. Um, but one point that I would like to make is that uh, we have seen significant growth in earnings in technology. Um, All over the board. This quarter alone, 23.5% growth in, uh, in the technology sector earnings. If you look at what's uh, what's expected going forward, and of course this is usually where the the market runs ashore, runs aground, whatever you want to call it, uh, <laughs> they're expecting 27 and a half percent over the next 12 months growth in earnings in the in the uh, S&P 500 information technology sector. The overall expectation for the S&P is about 12 and a half percent. So. Uh, you know, you'd so take refresh that. my memory. The S and P now is what twenty eight percent technology. It is huge, almost yeah. thirty. Right. I feel like the last time we saw that video was two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Difference being, we had a PE in the market of thirty seven. So thirty seven times the price was thirty seven times earnings on the overall S and P five hundred at that time. And what is it now? Technology. It's uh, twenty one and a half, right in there. More reasonable. It's it's a lot more reasonable. Uh, the difference being is back in those days, these companies didn't truly have earnings. I feel like relative to fixed income <laughs> rates, it's about the same. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, Bill. It's come a long way in a short period of time. The other thing that I would say just to kind of temper the the notion that it's gone up so much is, remember at the end of the year last year, we had Donald Trump get elected about, what was that, the 8th of November from that point to the end of the year, the market was up 4.95%. Technology didn't participate in that rally. So you had the rest of the market, especially financials, that got way ahead of the rest of the game. And then come January, February, uh, technology decided to take part in the, the rally that had come on. So what we're seeing is kind of a lagged response where we have the rest of the market happening to see that big game. Have we had a 5% correction this year? I do not believe we have had even a 5% I'm just correction. I'm telling you, hold on. Coming, right? yeah, hold what do we get? on. What yeah. do we get those? How frequently is it? Three, Three times, times a year. Three times a year on average. 10, 10% uh, generally once, once a year. Once a year, right. 15% it's been, twice a year. I mean, uh, every two years. Yeah, so, it's been since uh, December into uh, February of 2016. December 15 into February of 16, that we had a 10% correction. That time it was like 12.46 if you throw the dividend for the S&P 500 in. And uh, those are the times when uh, when we get to feel a little bit uh, about this kind of technology run that we've had and how it, it you know, growth tends to suffer more in those downturns. So, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say what comes next, but... Uh, it surely seems like we're overdue for a little bit of volatility. And what was it, October, that's usually one of the most volatile months of the year that was the lowest in multiple well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Years. I'm all in favor. But yeah, yeah you like to see the green, right? Right. It's going well. <laughs> I really still think that it's it Look, it can run for three more years. I mean, we don't have a crystal ball. 
Right. I've been or we could watching nuke North Korea and this market will tank tomorrow. You know what? It's it's those unforecastable <laughs> it's those unforecastable events that, that actually worry me most. Stir it. And Stir the pot. that's usually where it starts. I mean sure. if you can make the case that the market's overvalued and it's real easy to make these days. Uh, if you look at it relative to its history, we're we're still over thirty percent premium in price on the market overall. This is not yeah. like talking about individual issues, sectors. Where where do you go? Mm, and yeah. you put the rest of your money, you can put in a CD earning point oh 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 one. I mean, I don't uh, well, know. exactly. And fixed income is probably in the crosshairs of most of what we know is about to happen, where rates are set to increase. We've got a uh, probability of uh, a rise in interest rates uh, over 90% in December. That's uh, the overnight. Yeah, I'm not too worried rate. about the Fed funds rate. I'm more worried about the $400 billion they're going to. Not renewed. Unload. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I mean, that is the bigger worry. Right. Uh, we've never seen that before. And, right. you know, when you've got something that's brand new and, and, uh, uh I'm just not so sure. You know, I, I, I was listening to somebody and I, I, I should give them credit, but I don't remember who it was, but he sounded really smart. <laughs> um, that basically said the, the reason why they don't believe the long end of the yield curve is going to go up is because there's so much demand and there's just not enough fixed incomes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Even the, the, the number of traded stocks today is at an all time low right you know well yeah and, and a maybe lot maybe i of shouldn't say all-time low but it's certainly a lot lower than it has been uh, there's there's some secular reasons for that i mean if you think about passive investing where you know i've made this case before uh 15 to 20 percent of almost every individual security in the s p 500 is owned by those companies that are going to own them no matter what happens yep. because they're passive investors they're not going to sell uh they're supporting exchange traded funds a uh, new wave of the future, something new to kind of wrap your head around. Uh, we have to adjust our analysis of the situation based on lots of things. So that's one of them. Bill, is it going to go from buck and a quarter bill to, to fifty cent <laughs> <laughs> to fifty cent bill? I think that one. Is no, I, look, I, 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 I'm certainly not predicting a crash right. or anything like that. Right. I, I think as long as you know, look, as long as earnings are growing, you know, the market can go. Let up and run, up and up. I remember run. the 80s. I remember the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can definitely happen. And then, of course, I remember the 2000s. Right. So, 2008. Yeah, well, yeah. let's just go that back to 1999, <laughs> right? We had Y2K. Yeah. We had Ooh, Y2K right. and then the sure. dot-coms and then, right. God forbid, the Twin Towers attack and, mm. you know, all the corporate happen. scandals, war right. with Iraq, Afghanistan, yeah. we're still there. And that's within the 20 years that you're right. talking about. Right. right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Things are yeah. things are a little strange. Um. If you look, we're just about. I'd much end. rather have it this way. Amen. Than the oh, other way. Oh, absolutely. It's so. uh, it's not near as scary for sure. What do you think about the market? Oh, it's going up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm not going to sell. No, it is. I don't think it's time to sell either. You look at earnings growth, uh, almost seven percent in the recent quarter. We're almost to the end of the S and P 500. 494 of the 500 companies in the S and P 500 have reported. And we've got earnings growth at 6.94% just in the quarter alone. So not bad. Not bad. Not as good as it was the previous quarter or the one before that, but still decent earnings. All right. Well, listen, we're going to stop here for a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. And the base is running, running, and running, running. It's time for the... Dog of the Week. 
All right, Troy, don't bore me to tears. I'm going to try not to. I tell you what, the more we learn about the people in China, the more I wonder just what we've oh, been I thought you were going to talk about the people on newscasting and Congress. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> All the, yeah, we're learning a whole you know, lot about you know them I mean? as like, well. Yeah, no doubt. I, I mean, even even some radio what is the deal about I couldn't believe. Wanting to take your pants off in the office. I, I just don't understand. That. I don't even, I don't, in all my life, that has never really occurred <laughs> to me. It's worth yeah. I, got, I mean, I, I thought I, I was know. busy. I'm just saying. I, 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 don't <laughs> get it. I mean, clearly, if I lived in New York, maybe I'd understand. But yeah. I don't. So. Anyway, so so uh, let's divert our attention. Sorry, I digress. To, uh, to China, as I said. <laughs> uh, did you know, Bill, that there was a, a common practice? I mean, even street barbers in China shave people's eyelids. Now, what? I'm not talking about shave your eyelashes off. I'm talking about they turn your Eyelid oh inside goodness. out and use a straight razor. Oh my! And shave the inside of your eyelids. And, I don't even think and about why. That. Why? Uh, this is uh, this is a Reuters report uh, talking about just what's going on, but uh, they say that it is for the benefit of opening the tear ducts on the inside of your eyelids, of and people report <laughs> feeling um, excellent. They they oh, feel like yeah. their eyes are just absolutely wonderful after this happens. I saw it and I thought there is no way. I know we're going to talk People about insurance. People don't pay insurance. money for that, do they? We're going to talk about insurance today, but I think I would probably have to get life insurance before I even tried that. That's unbelievable. That sounds like a torture mechanism. Uh, Where do you YouTube? come up with this garbage? Yeah. Hey, man, Reuters. You heard of Reuters, right? Yeah. Who? <laughs> yeah. Never heard of them. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, it's uh, it's strange uh, for the the uh, privilege of getting your eyelids shaved. It usually costs about twelve bucks on the street, or the equivalent of twelve dollars U.S. Uh, and how often just, are you supposed to have this done? I don't know that you're. I don't know that anybody's <laughs> weighed in on exactly how. Do they often grow back? Do they grow back? Well, I assume that it <laughs> probably clogs up again over the years, yeah. but they say that you can get some serious infections if you uh, oh don't go to a reputable vendor in this regard. They they want to make sure that all your equipment is uh, properly sterilized, but I, I still just can't get over the fact. Who would have thought of that the very first yeah. time? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this is bizarre to me. I agree. Anyway. All right, Jim, all right. please save us. Oh, boy. You sell it's some just, kind of insurance to cover this. Just, uh, <laughs> We're going to move into insurance. I don't know which one is more uh, exciting to talk about. but Well, I was trying to make it easy. Yeah, yeah, I thank you. Yeah. Well, you'd set that up. Well, well. You're not going to trim my eyelids or anything. No, right? no, no, no. We're not going to get near that. It might make you, you know, go through an insurance exam, which has its own set of issues. But Yeah, uh, you just need toothpicks to hold your eyes open <laughs> when that happens, right? There you go. That's why we get real professionals to get in there and do that. Rather oh, it would take a real professional. <laughs> I hear you. You know, our, our case study today is really um, hearkening to a fact pattern that we kind of see regularly around here. Uh, we've got some folks, David and Patricia, they're early 60s. They've come to the firm to, to help evaluate their particular fact pattern and how their retirement will look and so on and so forth. And in that conversation, they bring to us existing insurance that we uh, step in and help evaluate but more than that, uh, a lot of times these folks bring in their existing relationship that they've had. Sometimes it's a, uh, a specific insurance person that's right. been in their world for a number of years um, who is bringing them, hey, here's the newest and greatest and best scenario that's going to fit in your fact pattern. Um, and they ask for our opinion. So we happily go through the details with them and 
at a big picture, uh, our conclusion typically comes along the line of you first got to get into that basic planning mode before you can step into these insurance products. Because I can tell you, having spent 25, 26 years running, running around in this world, you can get dizzy real quick trying to think through these insurance issues. Right. Um, and too many times, in my opinion, um, I'm not trying to throw my insurance brethren under the bus, but at the same time, uh, insurance is not the one-all, catch-all, be-all for all aspects of a client. So It's not an investment it, yeah, and portfolio, term- right? Correct. You use it as a portfolio. Well, here's what I conclude. you got to start with the big picture and figure out whatever the goal is. In this particular scenario, it's they need insurance for insurance purposes, right? They've got a young daughter. I say a young daughter. They're just about to graduate college. Uh, they're stepping into their retirement years. Uh, when you look at their details, uh, their projected window is going to move out of things where life insurance be, is, has been meaningful up until now. But now going forward, you're, in a, you're focusing on other things like long-term care. But um, – too many times you get into these serenas where you get one policy that's designed to do this and add that and and protect this and and too many times those features sound really neat and interesting but but when you get under it you really got to take a step back and say what's your particular goal and if protection then let's stay with that right let's get yeah. term insurance as and, an and you're saying protection this is protection that would um, it would basically replace your income right that would be yeah, and so if if they've developed themselves to these asset levels that they have, well, look, think about it from a you're trying to provide for a spouse, you're trying to provide for a child, cover your mortgage payment if you're deceased, exactly, you know, you're trying to protect your business's future, you know, key man insurance, absolutely, you know, care for aging parents, that kind of stuff. So, sure, it, you, to to your point, what is it you're trying to accomplish? Exactly. Too many times they go out and sell whole life and oh you get life insurance and a savings plan right yeah and when you get out of the hood on that yeah, it always works it, it doesn't necessarily Every time you buy a lot of that just, right yeah. so those I'm two things facetious, by the way anybody uh, out there yeah. so a lot of yeah. times those two Put things wallet away. <laughs> work in they work against each other right if you're trying to build uh if you're trying to make protection against the mortgage or income then you need big death benefit right and that doesn't work well when you hack in and try to add in this cash value account. Those two don't typically work well together. Right. So when you break the two issues apart and you get to a bigger picture and address a bigger plan, now you can get isolated. Um, I, I make an analogy. Uh, a couple, about a year ago, I had a big souped-up washer, washing machine and dryer, and one of them went bad, and the guy that came out to the house, he said, hey, guess what? My recommendation is go to Sears and buy the most basic thing you're going to have available to you and it'll last for 20 years and that's what we did and i kind of make an analogy here figure out what your main goal is and go get whatever that protection is going to do but it's not bright and shiny and it doesn't you know (laughs) doesn't have all the you know the little bright leds come on man when i wash my clothes i want to see lights and all kinds (laughs) yeah you want to hear it hum and you want to hear the music (laughs) to go with it you know what i'm saying come on Uh, yeah yeah, but, they, uh, they do have some music on a washer these days. Yeah, when the guy told me, he said, hey, it was the motherboard that went out, I thought, oh, boy. A motherboard on <laughs> yeah, your washer machine. On your washing machine. So we're going to stay Go. basic is the way our approach is. Uh, we're going to stick to some of the basic issues because they, at the end of the day, 
insurance is one that has to fit into a bigger picture. Right. And so from a planning standpoint, uh, we certainly would, would, uh, advocate, uh, whether it's done at a firm here, like Hensler, where you do get that added benefit of plan first, product second, um, if, if our listeners out there are just in this arena where they don't quite have the planner, um, don't go down that route of just trying to put everything into one product is a, is a conclusion that, that we would draw. Um, and if the only tool in their toolbox is insurance, guess what they're going to sell you? Guess what? It's going to be an insurance solution. Right. You know, and sort of pulling on that, there have been some things developed here in the regulatory arena from the DOL ruling that's been out and has been, I saw it was punted. Uh, yeah. It, it got they keep pushed down, down the road. road. Yep. But um, that has largely cleaned out a lot of like, when you step into you mean a fiduciary when, when the insurance role, guys would would put people in a four hundred one k plan, <laughs> roll it into an annuity, or or, or, or better yet, Bill, we've yeah, seen this right. too many times, the annuity inside the IRA. Right. How about yeah. that one? Yeah, that's what, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. The annuity inside the IRA. Uh, I got to tell you, I well, the seen, fiduciary. Let's back up and, and flesh that out just a second. Basically, what they're saying now is that you have to sell them something that is best for imagine the, that. the client. Go figure. Right? Yeah, yeah. To be clear, though, we've been that since 1986. That is true because <laughs> so, as a yeah. registered everybody says fiduciary. Advisor, what does that mean? That means yeah. I will be sued if I don't do the right thing for you. Right. Period. Yeah. I'm not trying to get the best commission. I'm right. not trying to sell you something well, with all the bells and whistles that you never. Now, Jim might earn a commission, yeah. but I do not earn well, a commission. Well, the, the commission I'm talking about in the insurance world. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. right. And for but, the, like, we don't earn commission on stocks, bonds, mutual no. funds. You're right. We look for the lowest cost solution to the problem. Yeah, yeah the one period. that will grow your wealth the most because we sit on that same side. As, we it, do. What's good for you and, and growing your wealth is good for us. Right. No. I yeah. have not heard anybody complain about their fees going up this year. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, what? The market's up 20%. We're right. probably up around there. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's complaining. Not a, not a peep. No. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't raise anybody's fees. I didn't like yeah. up their percentage under management. No. Or no. the fee under management. Sorry. Right. But the net effect on this insurance issue is um, too many times we have folks that walk in, they bring in proposals from other carriers that have been produced, they're uh, sent to them, and we help them break that down uh, to say, let's stay focused on the core of what we're trying to accomplish, and we'll provide you a good solution to fit that. All right. So the hard part's actually figuring that last part out. That's true. A lot of times. True. All right. We're going to stop here for a quick break. You listen to Money Talks. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. long time, Doctor. I consider you one of my most valuable long-term investments. And when it comes to my investments, I always do my homework. Sexual harassment. I, I don't even understand. I don't get it. I thought we dealt with this 
25 years ago? Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand. It's the new cycle. It's the new, I, new rotation. Yeah, but it's the old guys it's doing it. It's the old it. guys doing That's it. True. It's not us. I guess they yeah. thought it was an okay issue I mean, 25 on. years ago. Get I, over it. I, mean, I hear you. I don't know, man. Human oh. nature don't change much. I don't, don't change yeah, much. Yeah, but, I mean, seriously. Oh, I know. Right. I mean, it's, the, a new, the, it's a new one every day. Some of the stuff that they're talking about with Matt Lauer, I'm like, really? Yeah. How do you even, do you think you're... You're that you you are all that in a bucket of chicken. I mean, well. seriously, like that's not going to can you at some point. Yeah, yeah, it's. You've been dodging bullets probably for a long time. Well, I mean, come on, it's not. I mean, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. I mean, there's a bazillion of them. It just makes there. no sense. I'm sorry, you don't pay sixteen million dollars to somebody if you didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm just uh, allegedly yeah. speculating. I'm not. I That's don't a know. lot just, of chump change. I'm not going to pay you sixteen dollars if I. You well, know what I mean? How about that? The, talking about the, the payouts. Well, the one that grabs my attention is the the one in Congress. Right. That one. I want the super my secret money. fund myself. You right. know how do we get where, that? Where did that? Money and then come you go from? get the money, and you don't even have to disclose who did it. Who did it? Yeah. Yeah. What in the heck? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. You I actually believe Trump on. is draining the swamp. It's coming. It's happening. It, you it, can watch these. I mean, it. I'm not, you know, Trump. I'm not like a whole Trump or Trumpanite or whatever they <laughs> call Trumpster or whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's happening. It, it is happening. The net effect of it, it is, is happening. There's, the market's up. The, employment's up. The yeah. swamps are going down. Yeah. Yeah. These guys. And uh, taxes uh, might be on the way out. So. Not for us. <laughs> Depends we'll on see. your bracket. Listen, I don't, you know what? You have this philosophical conversation with people. I actually would like to pay you more taxes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's as long true. as I'm making more money. Right. That's that is the ultimate goal is to make more money. And you know, if you got to pay tax, it's kind of the gatekeeper. It's part you, of it. You pay the tax to spend the money. Um, I, you know, it's it Listen, actually you, is a good thing. You will know this country is screwed up when people are trying to get out. You see anybody leaving? Nope. No. Now you see them coming in. We're, I mean, come on, Trump's talking gonna, about building a wall. Come on, man, right? they're gonna build a wall. There's gonna be a tunnel underneath. Come on. <laughs> oh, they'll figure. I mean, it I out. appreciate that we're gonna build a wall and all, and yeah. I, I'm all in favor of drones that lift people up, drop them. Yeah, who knows? Some of it's just silly, but yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. So no I, I know we got a lot of questions. Well, the one thing that I will say is, uh, you know, while everybody might not get the direct benefit of the tax decrease, that corporate tax decrease. Is oh, it's be a beneficial to investors. No, it's sure. a big deal. And and there are listen, it, it is it is better than what we have. Right. While it may not directly help me, I'm not 100 percent sure of that yet because you don't know what's actually going to come out. Uh, exactly. We hadn't seen you know, that. Right. You got right. You the, know, the garbage on one end, garbage on the other, yeah. and they'll come out with something that, as Trump Got says, will be middle. perfect. <laughs> well, I don't think John McCain put it quite that way. He said it wasn't perfect, but yeah. it was workable. Well, and better I have to than tell you, anything John McCain has to say, I'm not interested in. So well, I appreciate I, he's a hero, but I'll, I'll listen he, to him. But in the end, uh, you got to make your own decision as to whether or not. And, and he's up there for he, he me said with Nancy Pelosi. You, almost you know what I mean? That's he's, where he's at I, for hey, me. I'll agree. I don't think he's a, a true conservative in most cases, but in this instance, he said almost what you just said. I, you know, it's it's not perfect, but it's better than what we got. Come on. These are the old guys that actually allowed that deal to go through uh, where you could of course. pay. Who, you know, we can we oh, can go sexually yeah. harass whoever we want. And let it come out and of let the it funds. Come, right. Of I, I'm funds. sorry. They yeah. should all be fired, and we should start over. Swipe yeah. them out. That's the best thing about right. this country, and, right? And let them take that little caveat with them as they go. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. take that one out of here. And you know, it, I forget. Else. I was listening to Fox and Friends on the way in this morning, and I don't remember the congresswoman that's putting forth a bill. I'm curious if it'll pass or not. That basically yeah. has to disclose everybody who's gotten money, and you got to yeah. pay it back. Ooh. Yeah, 
I, yeah. I'd be all for that, well, but I will almost assure you that it's not going to happen. That's what it, I figured. If any, it'll get buried, but if you Somewhere. put it to a vote, you start to look and see who voted for it. Who <laughs> we did, right. That's what she was saying. As soon as it goes to the floor, if you don't vote for it. Yeah, you start seeing who's who, right? Who's who? It's such a goat rope. Yeah, no doubt. We got a lot of questions about finance to answer today, and if anybody would like to get in touch with us and have their question answered on the air, you can get us on our question hotline. You can reach us at one eight five five four two nine nine one six six. You can call and get a real person seven seven zero four two nine nine one six six, or you can email us at drgene at hensler dot com. If you want to take another tack and just Get in there and figure out your own question. We have lots of content on our website, which is Hensler.com, and uh, you spell that H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R. So uh, with that, Bill, are any of these do you want to talk about? Yeah, let's talk about Dylan from Hiram. So right. he sent an email says, I'm retiring soon, and I'm nervous about having a lot of my retirement dollars in the stock market. What are the annuity products I have been reading about that guarantee retirement income for me? Mm. Well, I love how you insurance people get to say the word guarantee. Guarantee. Yeah. Well, uh, to be clear, it's only guaranteed up to the point the, the, that, that the company. institution is still in business. Yeah, that's right. Right. Well, and just for the fact. And then, of course, the state fund. There you right? go. Yeah. I was going to tell you, there's a state fund in there, too, it's just a, in it's case. It's an unfunded but, state fund. But that's let's, right. let's be that's clear. Right. There's a limit. There is limits. Georgia, in fact, has upwards of a $300,000 cap on whatever your value is that's in the annuity, right? So you have to have it in the annuity to be able to – and you, the insurance company has to literally have gone away right. so that it's absorbed by the state. And right. most often it gets pushed off to another company to right. take that on anyway. It's kind of so, like the banks. Yep, well, yep, yeah, yep, it's, yep. It, the, the reason that it gets done like that is because these banks, depending on how much insurance they have in the state, uh, they get allotted how much they have to pay to bail out that smaller company that's failing. So what winds up happening is one of those decides instead of just giving money for nothing, I'll just buy that company, right. and you know I'll get the benefits of the insurance that's or the the uh, payments that are coming in so that I can then offset. The yeah, money and spend but to the question here from Dylan, um, we've said many times annuities inside of retirement plans, i.e. for or uh, IRAs, that's a problem. Survey says. <laughs> Now, the issue that he's driving at here. Show, Bill. I'm yeah. just saying. Look, <laughs> some is, of these questions we can, you know, we you can, can cut, do, cut to the quick. Yeah. Go real quick. But, but what he's going at is a, a guaranteed income stream. There is a particular type of an annuity that is hyper-focused on doing that, just that. It's called a single premium immediate annuity. And that then does get into some of those guaranteed income streams mm-hmm. that are available and our conclusion is it might be a portion that fits into that bucket, right. but no way does it fit for the whole thing. Right. And too many times those those things wash together. You know, people get bleeded in and they think, well, I can buy this annuity and it's got this feature for future income. But if if your income is your goal, we'll, we'll back into a number that's going to solidify that and have it locked in for your life. But um the other thing I was going to mention here is there has been something that has developed within the last two, three years in this space of annuities inside of an IRA, and it's called a QLAC. Yeah. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. It's, and it's, it's okay. It's an interesting right. twist. It's the okay. biggest impact that the QLAC offers to a prospective client is in, if you can now protect something, a dollar figure, maxed out at $125,000. 
that would be protected from your required minimum distribution calculation. So whatever dollar you put into this, it is focused on a future income stream. Right. But that then That's takes the only it thing that makes out it worthwhile of, is you yeah, get to you pull take it out, it out of your. But notice R&D they capped calculator. it at 125. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's always a well, cap. The <laughs> insurance company <laughs> didn't cap it. Of the government not. capped it. I understand. It. I know, but uh, anyway, that's the only other interesting <laughs> thing that I've seen. What's QLAC stand for? Do you remember? Qualified longevity annuity contract. There you go. So effectively, yeah. it, it's it's for people who are worried about running out of money within their retirement account. The only reason why it's it, it has relatively respectable, in my opinion, is because, A, you avoid the mandatory withdrawal, which is fine, and then it does give you some sort of future income stream. Yeah, so, yeah. They, it's, it's still taxable when you pull it out. That's yeah. true. You can't get around that one. No. So are, are these, do you think the insurance company makes any profit on those? No. Any of those companies? No. Oh, come on. No. I just wondered. It's a push. So insurance, that's the, the Helium-Mossonary organization, right? They just, <laughs> non-profit, you baby. You know what I mean? It's that's the agent that's that makes That's a big word. I can't spell it, but I know how to say it. <laughs> I, I just wondered because I almost every time I would rather own the insurance company's stock yeah. than to own the insurance. Yeah, I get it. You know, you know or uh, when it comes to an investment product, you know. Yeah. Well, look, it is an asset class. I mean, we're beating up on insurance, and we really shouldn't because there is a need for it. You have homeowners. Yeah. And you have no. auto. Man. And if you've got children, you got to have a lot of life insurance. There's no question. It's just what type. And, you know, for whatever reason, you get in front of an insurance agent, not all of them, mm-hmm. but a lot of them, and all of a sudden the conversation's about permanent insurance, yeah. which is <laughs> ten times more expensive than right. term, yeah. and they scare you because, well, what happens if you have a heart attack and you're not allowed to, you can't, you know, 20 years from now, you can't get reinsured, and blah, blah, blah. Well, worry about that 20 <laughs> years from now, right? I, mean, I know this, come on. You've been we know the sales road. pitch, man. Yeah, but it, it, there, there, as you say, there are specific needs that get addressed, sure. and too many times we... See too many people Listen, that come to us. Nothing with wrong with permanent insurance if everything else is covered and you're trying to yeah. do something with cash value, or if you really are worried about not being able to be insured in the future. And, and it's that's fine, but you, you need to yeah. understand how much it's going to cost to have the appropriate amount of coverage yep. for your family. Yeah. Risk management, right? It's not Absolutely. investment necessarily. That's right. Yeah. All right, real quick, we're going to pay some bills because this is not a nonprofit organization. All right. Here we go. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Money Talks. This country, you've got to make the money first. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power, then you get the woman. This is Money Talks. We're back. It's Money Talks. I'm Bill Laco with Jim Crone, Troy Harmon. It's Dollar Bill. Dollar bit, bucket Dollar and a quarter, quarter bit. That's right. Bucket After this week. All right, let's get let's we we kind of didn't really answer enough questions last segment, so let's get right to it. All right. Uh, Jennifer from Kennesaw says, "What are some of the riders that I can get with my disability insurance, and are they worth it?" Yeah. Well, back to some of the things we've already commented about. Basic is good, in my opinion. Right. Disability insurance is good, mm-hmm. uh, but when you start stacking in these added bells and whistles, it starts to take it from a A cost item, uh, we like to think of things where the protection that you get out of a disability policy should cost you about 1%. 1% to 2% of your income should be what it costs to protect that amount of income. When you start getting into these added things like um, cost of living riders and Waiver of premiums. uh, Waiver of premiums. um, What's a waiver of premium? A waiver of premium is... 
Um, when you actually do become disabled, somebody, uh, well, the insurance company actually will pay that premium for you so that you don't have to come out of your pocket. You don't have to catch those up? Nope, nope. But here's what's interesting. A that's lot not of automatic. Things, well, you... that's, that's the thing that's happened is as it relates to disability insurance, they've just woven that as, you know how uh, uh, 10 years ago your standard car was blah, 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 and didn't have this, that, and the other? Well, yeah. now they've added. Not, it wasn't self-driving? No, not yet. <laughs> wouldn't back itself into a but, yeah. parking lot. But now that's still a standard still feature. Still don't trust that. Right. Don't yeah. Trust that. yeah, I don't either. But uh, got a long way to go before those self-driving cars. Bill. A lot I don't of, think I can handle it. I'm either. not there yet either. But but as it relates to the standard contract that's out today, waiver premium is part of that. Uh, typically, you have other features such as a future increase option, which is another component. So you can of, buy more later. Yeah, you kind of stack the, in without having, having to go back through underwriting. Uh, those are standard part of contracts today. But these other things such as. Um, um, accidental uh, death and dismemberment, um, automatic increases, um, that is a feature where it comes at a cost, right? Um, the cost of living riders come at cost and, and so on and so forth. Um, partial disability riders. Now, there could be a place that that could fit, right? Because uh, you get to a situation where if you have a disability and you can't necessarily work full-time, but you Produce, you can demonstrate you've lost 50% of your income because of right. a, a sickness or some kind of illness or some kind of an accident. You can now get a partial disability. Now, those are cost items that we typically start to show things to say, here's a basic, here's your standard, con- standard contract, and here's the Cadillac. And we allow for folks to make some of those educated decisions on what fits best for their circumstance. So, so, so riders aren't all bad. Riders aren't all bad, but it's like anything. What's your goal? I mean, if you want basic coverage and if you want to cover that for maybe one to two percent of your income, well, then we got something that'll fit well. If you want to stack it together to get two and a half, three percent, four percent of your income, well, yeah, you're going to get all these other extra bells and whistles. But is that something you really want? Right. Yeah. Are the are the benefits worth the right. cost? Worth the cost. And that's a definite uh, conversation that we, we, we like to go through with folks. Gotcha. Right. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's read Adam here. Adam from Canton says, I inherited a 401K a few months ago. The company that holds the 401K says I can't leave it there. If I cash it out as opposed to doing some kind of rollover, will I have to pay a penalty? Yes. Of course. Right. Penalties yeah. are there. Right. It's pretty <laughs> significant. Uh, you wind up having to pay, what, tax on the income as well? Get a penalty? Oh, no, you're definitely going to pay tax. on. Actually, yeah. I think maybe, hold on. You're, it's talking about uh, can I leave it there? He says I can't leave it there. I want to cash it out. So he's taking the money. Yeah, but you, won't, you, you actually won't because it's inherited. You won't have to pay the 10% penalty, but oh, you'll pay the income tax. Yeah. yeah. But I would recommend rolling it into an inherited IRA. Yeah, well, you can, you know, you can do what you want with it. I mean, you got to take your mandatory withdrawal over your life expectancy. Yeah, you can invest it more freely. Right. Uh, you can buy individual stocks. Most 401k plans just provide for mutual funds uh, within them uh, as as investment vehicles, and uh, uh, an IRA rollover would give you more leeway in so investing it. For clarity, you, you wouldn't recommend an annuity in there, Bill. Um, so. Let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, Let's see. IRA. IRA annuity. <laughs> No. Okay. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. I was I was thinking that might come out in a minute. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 
Uh, yeah, I actually think some of those people should be taken out and beaten too, but that's a whole other, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. All right, what, what do you think? What, which stock question do you want to take? Um, why don't we talk about, it's been a topical subject this week. Uh, it's not a stock, but how about uh, the rally in Bitcoin? Joseph oh. Lee from Atlanta says, uh, Buy more. My news feed has been blowing up <laughs> with the rally in Bitcoin. Yeah. Also, someone asked me about Ethereum. Thought the uh, cryptocurrencies were still speculative and not backed by anything. How can these have a rally, much less be a viable investment? Well, it's a currency, and you shouldn't look at a currency as an investment unless you're talking about the the, uh, economic benefits of buying uh, an investment outside of the uh, country that you currently live in. Uh, Most real currencies trade uh, and gain and, and lose value based on their attractiveness, the attractiveness of the economy, uh, you know, relative to the one that you uh, spend your money in. So uh, the first thing that I would ask you is, uh, have you ever spent any Bitcoin? Have you ever transacted in Bitcoin? And and I would have to imagine about 95% of everybody that's ever bought Bitcoin would have to say no. no. If you're not transacting in it and it's going up like crazy, you have to assume that maybe it's not the currency that you thought it was. Now, I, one thing that I would say, and it's really hard to tell, uh, you know, pinpoint it down to one exact reason why anything goes up or down in value. But uh, I, I don't know if you saw earlier this year, first of the year, uh, China came out and they put restrictions on how much currency uh, people can invest outside of uh, of China and currency and to them is yuan. So what's happened is... Uh, the Chinese are are using their yuan to buy cryptocurrencies, um, much of which is causing bubbles outside of uh, of of. Well, why would they do that? Other cur- Well, they're trying to. What they do is they they buy they buy a cryptocurrency mm-hmm. with the yuan, and then they can convert it to traded, whatever they want. It's traded in dollars, right? And they could transfer it to dollars. So a lot of what you're seeing. Who I else think might is, use bitcoins? Uh, well, it's illicit uh, transactions, so, right. so no criminals. Trace. No right. trace. Criminals, exactly. I mean, even though you have this blockchain technology behind it, which is one of the big drivers, and I think blockchain is definitely here to stay, whether cryptocurrencies make it or not. I think the more we see in cryptocurrencies, people investing in it, it's going to have a trail for a long time. Uh, and maybe it becomes a true currency at some point, but until you see significant transactions in any of these uh, I think that it's it's difficult for me to say, yeah, that's truly a currency. Until I can go to Kroger right. and buy something with it, yeah. Say. Which is another reason why I don't buy gold, because you can't go to Kroger right. and buy <laughs> anything with it. You're yeah. right. They don't give you change for that. They don't. Well, <laughs> they do not. <laughs> it says twenty dollars on my gold piece. You're telling me that I've given that and I can get twenty bucks, <laughs> although it might be, you know, an ounce or more gold, it. which is about eleven hundred. Well, if you want to give me that ounce, I'll give you twenty <laughs> yeah, bucks. I don't have any change, problem with that. Change. For I'll the, give you change uh, all day. For my singles, for my gold, yeah. dimes, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pocket full of pennies for your for your trouble. Uh, all right. When it's truly worth eleven hundred bucks, right? So, what about uh, the other stock? Um, we've got uh, various and sundry others. Uh, let's talk about, real quick, Whirlpool. Martin from Duluth says, I own Whirlpool and Select Comfort. Both fluctuate a lot, maybe like the Bitcoin. Uh, not that bad. But uh, I've held on to them for about three years. Are they uh, worth keeping any longer? Um, if you've listened closely, Whirlpool's been in a scrape with, with uh, Sears Holding. 
Uh, part of the problem is the fact that uh, Sears says that they were trying to go up on the prices. Uh, you know, Whirlpool's got other outlets. They don't need Sears necessarily. But uh, growth is expected about 7.23%. It's not really the most attractive of stocks. I think if you've done well on it, I would sell. Uh, sleep number has actually been growing like crazy. Uh, but the, the P.E. ratio is uh, a little bit suspect at this point. I could see you hanging on to sleep number, although it still doesn't meet our criteria. But uh, long term, I believe you're probably best to reinvest elsewhere. Uh, so, Bill, this is the oh, time that we always talk about. Is, is it, the market up or down? Well, I actually believe it's going to be up next week. I think it the, will, too. I think the kiss of death. Yeah. Uh, got, uh, yeah. <laughs> Bill always says sideways. I, That's right. I'm, yeah, you flipped. That's yeah, right. He you did. Flipped. All I right. the market's up. All right. We'll see you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.